You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. You know, I have this recording of my father um, from 2014. A couple of distant cousins came and wanted to interview him and find out about, you know, growing up because a lot of the elder people, you know, they were passing away and they didn't have their stories. So there was this recording that I have and I was trying to figure out, like, what do I do with it? And, you know, I just wanted to find that connection. So, you know, I wished I had captured more of his story. That was Lori Prima, host of The Hike Podcast, where every episode she invites you to explore, wander, and live the trails around you. And I'm Misty Little, your host for the podcast. When I launched the podcast, I had no idea how many people I would connect with via the podcast interviews and social media, much less the other podcasters within the hiking world. Lori is one of those delightful people I've gotten to know a little bit, and she's been kind enough to have me on two episodes of her podcast over the years. I thought it was high time I reciprocated and invited Lori on to talk about what her podcast has to offer. And with nearly 200 episodes covering hikers from all walks of life and trails, there's bound to be something for you to listen to on your own hikes in there. On to my episode with Lori. Well, Lori, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, You've had me on your podcast twice. I thought it would be great to reciprocate that. Um, And also just to talk to another hike podcaster, um, hiking podcaster, and, um, you know, get people interested in your podcast because it's uh, quite diverse. And I think uh, the Florida Trail Hikers would be interested in what you have uh, to share. So if you want to start, just introduce yourself. where you're from and your background in hiking. Well, thanks, Misty. First of all, thank you for having me on. I'm really excited. You're actually, I count this as probably my first like interview of someone interviewing me, like just totally me. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So I'm Lori Prima. I am, uh, well, I was from Michigan, uh, lived, was raised and um, lived all my life in Flint, Michigan, actually, and just recently moved out to Oregon. Um, so my background in hiking, uh, just a little bit about me. So I didn't start truly hiking and camping till a little, a little bit later in life. And it was um, more in line of just um, when I started working in Atlanta, I had a position down there and it just opened my eyes to the outdoors. And I didn't want to like look at the hotel walls all day. So I started you know, doing these hikes around the Chattahoochee River and then, you know, graduated to North Georgia. And then, you know, before I knew it, knew it, uh, I was up at 2 a.m., you know, driving to see sunrise in the Smokies. So it's a, it's just been a, you know, this beautiful thing, right? You know, once you're in it, you're hooked. Yes. So how many years ago was that when you were in Atlanta working? Um, So, yeah, I was traveling to Atlanta. It started in around 2015. So yeah, so it's really been just, you know, maybe, you know, seven years that I've truly, you know, found hiking as a passion. Right, right. Well, that's pretty interesting and great that you've taken, you know, a newfound passion and turned it into this whole, you know, wonderful thing, you know, with a podcast and connecting with other hikers. And it's pretty cool that it's come this far. Well, thanks. I think what you learn i mean when you get into hiking and especially as you know as a podcaster i mean you just meet these like-minded people who have a passion for it and so it's a great community so i think you know you meet so many diverse different you know people that you would never ever meet just in you know your normal everyday life so i think it's enabled me to really just you know find lots of interesting people and interesting stories along the way 
Yes, yes. So, I mean, with, with hiking, why start a podcast? What were your initial goals when you started out? <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Um, actually, I was doing, um, putting together a print magazine. I, I have this, you know, really this love for, you know, putting together things like, you know, photo albums, uh, photo books, and I was doing something around the Great Smoky Mountains. And, you know, it was around my hikes and about, you know, pictures and other people's hikes. And, you know, I was doing that, was doing some like short videos and different things. And actually my boyfriend had said, um, uh, I can't believe you're not doing a podcast too. I think it was more like tongue in cheek, like, you know, you get all these projects, you're always doing something. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me think about this for a second. Is this a, maybe this is something I need to do. So really, I just, uh, that night I opened up my MacBook. I think I had recorded, um, something, I had no microphone, you know, no like equipment, just talking <laughs> into my computer and just, you know, was out there asking people if they wanted to be interviewed by me. I mean, it was, it was crazy. I think my my naivete probably was a blessing. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how, that's how I started podcasting was on my garden podcast. I just opened up maybe, I think I might've downloaded audacity and might've been something else. I can't even tell you that, but I just recorded from my computer. And then my husband's like, you might want to get a microphone and got me one for Christmas. And I was like, you think, I don't know, maybe. And <laughs> again, I didn't know where I was going with all of this. So yes, <laughs> it's, uh, I, you yeah. know, <laughs> one of those things so yeah so there was really no goals I mean it was just like hey I, I want to talk to people I want to hear about their hikes I enjoy hiking I want to learn about this so I'm going to search out people and seek out people that uh, can you know help me learn that was really it so your your tagline for your podcast is explore, wander, and live. And so what does that mean to you? And why did you choose that, that tagline? I think when I started out, I mean, that was the tagline for the magazine that I was doing. It was, you know, hike, explore, wander, live. And it for me, it was just this mantra of like, okay, um, hiking allows me really to explore, to explore my surroundings, um, you know, you know, this wander, you know, life. And it's just, yeah, allowing me to like live in the moment. So it, it was just, you know, you see it out there. I would see it on, you know, stickers and different things. And I'm like, yeah, I can, yeah, this sort of, I, I can, you know, jive with this. Yeah. Right. So, and in your magazine, does it, it's not still going, does it? No, no, I only did. And it was all like self-published. I did a couple of, of, uh, issues of it. And, you know, it is something that, I always think about right like it's it's something it's it's more of just a project I love to you know put something out there and and to hold it and to have something printed in hand is is actually pretty cool so um maybe maybe someday I'll yeah do a, a third round yeah I know the uh, publishing industry is kind of hard on magazines these days but uh it's you know one of those cool niche projects that I think everybody loves so yeah definitely so your focus, you know, on the podcast, you cover a range of hikers and regions, like what sparks your, your, your interest for each season? Cause you kind of have themes around each season. Yeah. I, I think when I started out, I wasn't so much thinking of themes, but as I progressed along the way, I, I thought of, okay, well, let me at least try to focus on maybe this, um, 
you know, for a season. And I think what sparked it is just, again, you know, maybe feedback from, you know, listeners and, and things like that, but also just my own kind of how I'm feeling at the moment, you know, maybe um, one season I did a lot in the Midwest and one was on Michigan hiking because that's where I was from. And I wanted to maybe share, um, I guess, share some of that because I felt it wasn't getting a lot of focus out there. You, you hear about, you know, a lot of the more common areas or, you know, that AT or PCT or, you know, some of the big trails, but there was so much, you know, in the Midwest to offer that I said, Hey, you know, people need to hear about this. So let me, let me try to focus on, on stuff like that. So, so yeah, I think it's just all, you know, personal. Right now, is there a decent hiking community in Michigan? I think so. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've always been kind of the loner of, you know, in hiking and, and I'm not, you know, a big group hiker or I think in, um, I would say in the physical community, I don't get as, as involved Mm -hmm. as much as in, you know, and I guess the virtual community. Yeah, I agree. So, so yeah, so I, but I do know that there's, there's great hiking groups all through the Midwest and some, you know, that I connected with, of course, through, through, um, you know, the podcast, but yeah, definitely a lot of Michigan hiking going on. Okay, good. And, um, so, so some of your favorite guests over you've had, you started right after me, I think in 2018, maybe a few months after. Um, yes. so you've had quite a lot of guests as you've more episodes than I do because you put out a lot more, um, interviews and do you have any a favorite guests from all of that time so far? Oh, you know, I can't have a favorite cause that's like your favorite child. Like, yeah. <laughs> a favorite guest. Um, no, I can tell you the type of guests that, um, that I enjoy. And that is a guest who is just uh, the stories that have been passionate, that have been, whether they are trying to process a hike, um, maybe process something that happened in their life and they used hiking to get through it. Um, and, or just, you know, kind of finding themselves in the outdoors. So those are the moments, you know, sharing stories, um, that, you know, spill out and over. And I believe they're the ones that have been the most special to me. Um, and of course I could definitely tell you the ones that I don't like. Um, but you know, I don't like <laughs> yeah. to focus on the negative. Right. Right. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, you just, you just, I, I was going back through your list of episodes and realizing just how many people you've talked to and just how, you know, the wide range of, of folks you've had on. And I don't know, you being able to connect with all of those people. I mean, it's pretty special. And I mean, I think that too, like thinking back of like who I've spoken with and who I've had a chance to meet and, or even just meet on zoom, um, has been, you know, pretty remarkable. And do you ever reflect back on, on all of those people you've talked to? No, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's kind of that moment where you look back and you say, wow, have I talked to all these people? I have, but you know, these, whether it's like these hikers who have done, you know, triple crowns or, um, you know, different people that are in the hiking community or in organizations, you know, that are supporting the community. And I think, um, you know, I used to count, I used to have a spreadsheet. Um, and I know I had talked to like over a hundred people and yeah, sometimes you just like want to pinch yourself and go, wow, like, 
I just get to do this. Like, this is just fun for me. And I get to like talk to all these people. That's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself sometimes I feel a little bad because I'm like, I try to keep up with everybody, but then of course it gets hard with like wondering what everybody's doing, where they're hiking now. And, and then of course trying to find, you know, other people to interview and, um, just keeping tabs on everybody. Everybody has such busy and uh, interesting hiking lives. Yeah. I think for the most part, what I've enjoyed is that usually, I mean, all, you know, like I said, I focused on the positive, the people that I've, you know, connect with and, you know, the majority of them, of people that I've interviewed, I would interview over and over again. Right. Right. And, and, um, and many of them, you know, I still keep like tabs on or, you know, or whether, you know, on social media, some I've become friends with and yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's a great feeling to, uh, to have that in your life. Yeah. Um, so your current, your current season is focused on, uh, our Appalachia and, you know, why were you specifically focusing on this topic and what's it, its significance to you? Well, um, yeah, that's, that's actually a pretty heavy topic. Um, so I wanted to do something about, um, Appalachia because, uh, of my father. So, um, my father, uh, he passed away after, um, an illness in early 2021. And, you know, he was raised in West Virginia. And so Appalachia has always had a strong tie for me, whether it was, you know, through the Smokies or, um, you know, North Georgia, Tennessee, North Carolina. So, you know, I had this recording of my father, um, from 2014, a couple of distant cousins came and wanted to interview him and find out about, you know, growing up because a lot of the elder people, um, you know, they were passing away and they didn't have their stories. So, um, so there was this recording that I have and I was trying to figure out like, what do I do with it? And, you know, I just wanted to find that connection. So, you know, I wished I had captured more of his story. And so for me with this, you know, our Appalachia telling other stories, I find it's helped me grieve. It's, you know, finding commonality within the community from the music, the food, um, you know, it's just been about healing for me. And so I guess it's a very selfish project, but when I've interviewed these people, um, it, you know, I can sense it in them as well. Like, uh, they love, you know, talking about this, you know, part of the country, whatever it means to them is is true, right? Like right. it's, so it's been a very special project. To right. Me. So, so some of the folks that you've interviewed currently, um, maybe, you know, highlight a couple of your most recent episodes. Okay. So I interviewed, um, and just my most recent episode was Brian Livingston. He is an author. He wrote a fictional novel and, um, and for our interview, we I had him play the mandolin. Oh, wow. So it was, you know, talking about music and what Appalachia means to him being, you know, the music. So that was a really cool component. Um, and then the episode I put out from my interviews before that was with um, Jester. Uh, many mm -hmm. people know her, right? Uh, Julie Gayhart. So uh, Jester, we talked about just, again, like the music, the um, different aspects, the in the church, the community of Hot Springs, North Carolina. And, you know, she went on and, and talked about some of the special moments, you know, that Appalachia means to her. 
and her experiences. So every conversation has been unique. Um, even though there's that common thread, they're all, you know, just such a personal, personalized experience that they're sharing, but it, it resonates. Right. Right. And, you know, if, if I go way, way, way back in my family, they go back to that Appalachian air uh, region. Um, but I have to go back quite a ways. And um, so I don't have that tie necessarily, but, you know, from hiking on the Appalachian trail, I feel like, you know, that's my tie, personal tie, you know, my, my five months on that trail. And I, you know, can go, always go back and think about some of those um, places I've hiked, the towns we went through, you know, and, and can relate it to, you know, my, my more Southern <laughs> experience of, of, of where I grew up. And um, of course, there's a lot, there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of unique um, stories and history for Appalachia itself. And um, I appreciate that you're, I can appreciate that you are taking the time to, to focus on that. And, and it's a region that I think people think they know, but they don't really know. Yes. And I, and that's, I don't want to come across as it's something that I'm knowledgeable about. I think, you know, it's again, something I'm learning as I'm, you know, sifting through listening to my father's stories and remembering the things he told me. And then, you know, feeling like, um, those stories have come alive in the people I've interviewed. So I guess it's, it's pretty cool to have that. And whether it's about trail, it's about food, music, um, there's just everything really comes together. Right. Well, before we switch over, I would do want to keep talking about podcasting just a little bit more. Um, so what kind of goes into each episode of the hike podcast? Like, you know, the time invested in finding these folks to interview and, um, you know, putting that interview together and connecting with them online. How, what, what goes into that for you? Uh, I love that you asked me that because, um, you know, you know what it is yeah. because you, because <laughs> you also do this, but not a lot of people really understand what comes into putting this together. Um, I, I'm pretty much, I know that I'm like you, right. Um, a one person kind of entity and do it all. So, um, whether it's the, you know, social media, keeping up on trying to find, you know, people that may want to be interviewed or, or someone, you know, says, hello, you know, I have a story that I'd like to share. So there's that component, there's emails going back and forth, there's trying to arrange interviews. And then, you know, of course you want to prep, you want to learn about them, um, whether it's a book that they did and you want to read it or trail journals, or, you know, just looking at their most recent hike. So you're spending, you know, like an hour or two just trying to prepare for the interview itself, which, you know, again, could last an hour, hour and a half. And then there's, you know, that's not where it ends, right? You have to edit it. So editing usually can be like anywhere from like two to three times the amount of time you spent talking. So it, that's something I, I think people don't realize. And even if you're not doing heavy editing, you're still, you know, doing some things. So you add that up and then you're, you know, putting together some promos, maybe, you know, using some editing software and, you know, photos so you can put together something to post, whether it's an audiogram, any of that. And, you know, before you know it, you've spent, you know, six or eight hours in a week doing it. And, you know, and that could vary, right? Like it yeah. could be four hours, it could be, you know, 10, just depends on, you know, how much you're recording during that time period. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of effort. And, and then people don't realize there's also the the cost, you know, from hosting a website or 
um, you know, hosting your, your podcast series. So Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, you know, both time and, and monetary cost involved. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know exactly for you, but for me, I don't feel like, you know, a lot of podcasts are able to, to make money and to try to sell things or have advertising. And I just don't feel like, um, Hey, I don't want to go that route yet. <laughs> I know a lot of people, you know, don't like to listen to ads either, but just, you know, you have to be a certain size for that to happen. And I'm not quite there yeah. yet. And it's just also, I don't know, there's something fun about making it a hobby and not pursuing the monetary side of it as That's well. That's my thing too. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. Um, I feel once it, it feels like a job, it's no longer the fun that it is now you know i have a day job i this is not you know i don't need to you know yes i do have some patrons that help you know with the cost of putting it on of just like hosting it but you know i'm not looking for ads i'm not looking for sponsors um i want to be able to share stories because um, i'm interested in them and i think my listeners will be um never feeling like i'm forced to share something because I'm looking for that paycheck of, you know, this is, this is what my sponsors want me to do. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, so no, I, I totally agree with all of that. And, um, you know, I've th- thought a lot about it over the years and, you know, just, uh, getting to tell the stories is the fun part. And I enjoy that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, you said you recently moved to Oregon, is that right? Yes, I've been here almost two months now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, you know, your focus on Appalachia, like what was the draw to move to Oregon? Well, um, my boyfriend lives here, so oh, okay. that was the, the draw was to start a life together. And um, yeah, so he lives out here and I've visited many times. I do really enjoy it out here, but primarily it was like, yeah, like let's, let's build our life together and I'm going to come to you. Okay. And so you spent some time out in that region before, yes, right? Yes, yes. So you weren't going in totally blind. You knew what exciting things were waiting for you. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's Oregon has it's I mean, I think what people don't know about Oregon is just again, there's a lot of diversity out there. There's um yeah, you can go, you know, to where I am outside of Portland and you know about, you know, okay, the Columbia River Gorge or Forest Park, but do you know that 20 minutes away, you have this country-like feel, or you can go east and it's like the high desert. So just, um, I think there's so much to explore here in Oregon that, um, you know, whether you have coast within a couple hours, mountains within a couple hours, it's like the best of, of everything, I think. Yeah, then you have like the high desert and yeah. there's just all sorts of, yeah, neat, neat habitats to explore. I know. And like, I want to talk to you about all the, like the plant, you know, the whole biodiversity and plants and things, but I have no clue about any of that. <laughs> but I feel like if you were here, you would just teach me so many things. <laughs> well, you know, and it's a whole new region for me. So I, I would probably be able to like figure out a plant family, but mm-hmm. getting down to like a species, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, anytime I go, I was in New Mexico recently and I was like, man, this is just, you know, some things I could recognize and things or other things that were just completely new to me. So it was neat to, it's always neat to get outside your home range. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what kind of hiker are you? Are you, you know, primarily day hiker? Do you do backpacking? 
So I'm primarily a day hiker and kind of, I like camping as a home base, like camp, be able to hike out from camp and different things. Um, uh, you know, backpacking, I've done just a tiny little bit of, but at this point in my life, it's just like, okay, um, there are definitely trails I would love to do as these shorter backpacks. I mean, there's, there's some on my wish list, of course, but yeah, I'd classify, my, classify myself as, you know, mostly just day hiking. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think uh, there's this thing with social media that makes you feel like you should be doing all these long distance hikes and you should, or being a long section hiker or being out there all the time. And, you know, I think we all have seasons in our life where, yeah, that might be possible. And then some seasons it's not possible. And then some of us are like, well, you know, I don't want to backpack, but I'm great with day hiking. And yeah. I think it's, we need to appreciate that. And I think that's also a great part of your podcast is that you bring together, you know, a whole diverse amount of, of people who hike different ways and, um, and showing that it's okay. You don't have to do what everybody else is doing. No, that's a good point. I mean, um, yeah, I think there were times in the last few years where I felt the very much where, Oh, I've got to, I've got to fit in and do this backpacking trip or something. And, you know, and I don't know, you just, you know, going through a phase or whatever, but, um, but then I, I was like, well, it's really not something that, I want to do right now. And that's fine. Um, I love being able to explore. Um, you know, I love also being able to go home and take a shower, yeah. you know, after spending a day on trail or, you know, kind of going to a camp and, you know, having a fire or something like that. It's just, uh, and then knowing, you know, next day pack up and, you know, head home. So yeah, I, I agree. There's, there's definitely all types of hikers out there and it's, it's great to be able to find, you know, that you can share that they can share, you know, some things about day hiking as well. Now, does your boyfriend like to hike too, or you still, are you a solo hiker? Oh no, he does like to hike too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I find that, you know, he goes on the road for work. So I'm, uh, you know, in the, the week, you know, I might be going out just in the morning just to get, you know, an hour in somewhere just to, you know, get out into the woods. And I think, that's another beautiful part of where I live is that you can explore so many different places just within an hour of your time and uh, still get into the forest. Yeah. So what has been exciting to explore since you've been there? You've only been there two months. What have you gotten out to hike uh, since you've gotten there? Well, I guess it's, it was not only hiking, honestly, um, we've been doing some kayaking. Also, I got my first bike. Uh, like since, an, since I've been like really an adult, so <laughs> that's been also an adventure. But besides that, um, you know, we've been doing like lots of things of just exploring. Um, let's see, we went, you know, which isn't in, um, part of it was in Oregon. We went to Fort Stevens State Park. Um, there's a great shipwreck on the coast there um, to visit. And that's up near Astoria and over that way in Oregon and then went over to Cape Disappointment in Washington. So we explored there, um, again, somewhere I'd never seen. So it was pretty cool. Um, we also, you know, spent time at, uh, the Lewis and Clark national park, um, or national monument it might be, but, um, you know, those are the things it's just been fun to like learn about the history and also, you know, have some hiking time in as well. There's some great trails that, you know, 
that you don't even really, I guess, hear about so much. Um, just a normal every day, but you might learn like, oh, there's this trail from the Lewis and Clark uh, Park to the coast. And oh. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I mean, it's yeah. only, I think, I mean, it's a short one. It's like six miles one way. So you can do, you know, just a day of like, you know, hiking out to the coast and back. So yeah, those are the kinds of things uh, that have been really cool. Right. No. And I'm trying to think, is the Pacific Northwest Trail, does it end in Oregon or is it end in Washington? I don't remember. Mm, I think it ends in Washington. Washington. Well, it's it's still up in that area. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of neat places to explore. And Oregon is the one state I haven't been to on the, the Western uh, seaboard there. Made it to California and Washington, but have not gotten to Oregon yet. So. Oh, you have to go here. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's things on my wish list, of course. I would love to do um, the Timberline Trail, for example, because it's a nice, like, maybe 40-mile loop trail mm-hmm. around Mount Hood. So, I mean, those are the things that are kind of on my, like, my wish list, right, of, mm-hmm. like, just some small weekend-type things to be able to plan for and hopefully in the next year um, maybe, you know, get those knocked off sometime. Yeah, it must be like kind of like Christmas, like and opening up this huge present of like all these cool places to explore that, you know, now you have, now you just have like years and years to think about what you, what you can go and see and do. And um, where do you kayak? Um, so there's definitely, there's some rivers around here. Um, there's a bay uh, that's off the Columbia uh, River that we kayaked at. It's called, um, I think it's called Scapoose Bay. And that was a really nice place, um, very calm water. Um, and then there's, you know, a couple of rivers that uh, we've done in the past as well. So yeah, there's just, it's, it is a little bit overwhelming to try to figure it out. But, you know, my boyfriend is always like, he introduced me to these books um, by William Sullivan. I don't know if you've ever read any of those, but he's a great, great Oregon author of like, guidebooks and the real deal like you have to look at one um he has these hand-drawn maps uh, just everyone tries to imitate him uh no one can wow <laughs> yeah yeah so he'll do these uh books like 100 hikes on the oregon coast or you know in the uh, central cascades or something for example mm-hmm. um you know in a certain region and you know so my boyfriend has had these books and you know it's great to be able to you know, look at them together and, you know, to say, hey, like, let's try to maybe explore this, this part. Um, again, you know, some could be just uh, close by, just like 20 miles away and just, you know, going to a nature preserve or something. It's just, it's a lot of, I guess, um, a lot of different things you can do depending on your time. Um, yeah. How hard do you want to, you know, hike that day or right. what, you, what you're after? Yeah. And your, your bike, is that like a mountain bike or road bike? It's a mountain bike. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was, I was thinking, figuring you were going to do. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. Just so many awesome things to do. I mean, I wish Texas had more public lands and open spaces and, and places like that. Um, you know, there's regionally some areas that are better than others. Um, but Definitely when I look out west and see what is available to the public, um, I'm definitely jealous. So that's exciting. <laughs> well, anytime you uh, you think about coming out here, let me know and I'll I'll show you around. Yes, I, will, I can knock off Oregon and <laughs> come <Yes>. visit you. 
Well, I mean, so, I mean, you've talked about all the different, some of the different places you've gone, but in some of the trails that you're kind of interested in, but do you have any other hiking wish lists, um, whether it's out West or back East or places that you do want to hit up eventually? Oh gosh. I mean, like I said, I like to focus on kind of these loops, um, you know, type of trails, things like that. And we've always, um, I went to Kings Canyon and, uh, Sequoia National Park in 2019 and ever since the High Sierra Trail has just mm-hmm. always been kind of something I've wanted to do mm-hmm. um, yeah and that's one of those I think it's oh gosh I think it's 70 something miles maybe um, but yeah one that you know it's it's a point to point I mean you could do different pieces of it and I think you can even do certain loops off of it um, but you know so that's been on my list I've always wanted to do the Wonderland Trail around yeah, uh, Mount yeah. Rainier and it's you know these are the ones that have lotteries and mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to yeah I mean there's ways around it you can figure out you know there's walk-up permits and and things but you know you got to plan um for stuff like that so those have been some of of the things that I've always you know wanted to do and then yeah. of course just going back and hitting up more trail in the Smokies I mean I love you know the Great Smoky you know um, Great Smoky Mountains National Park. That's kind of where I started hiking or, you know, one of the earliest places. So they're definitely, you know, would love to do the whole AT section of it someday. Um, you know, some of the different, uh, backcountry loops that they have out there. There's, there's so much, I mean, it's, it's like, you don't have to even go international. There's so much here in the U.S. to do. Yeah. Well, two things on that. First, back to the Smokies is you were going there quite frequently there for several years. Are you sad about not having that access now that easily? (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. So when I was working in Atlanta, um, you know, I was there every other week. So, um, and then COVID happened and I wasn't traveling, you know, that kind of routine anymore. So yeah, it was a big, it was a big adjustment for me to not have that access into the mountains um, like I had been. So, you know, it was an adjustment, but um, but I am starting to travel a little bit more for work and my team is in Atlanta. So okay. I will get some, sometime <laughs> in the Smokies. Um, it's just a little harder to, to, you know, to coordinate these days. I have, uh, before I didn't have a team that reported to me, now I do. So my free time is a little less, I would say. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah understandable (laughs) and the other part was you were talking about um the wonderland trail and other trails up in your uh, neck of the woods now and have you been to the enchantments or even thought about hiking in there no but i did talk to someone about hiking the enchantments so yeah i mean i hadn't had that on my list but i know um there was a couple that i interviewed um separately but um but corinne uh cuss she had talked to me I think it was last season about her they did a day in the enchantments uh, and I think it again had to do with permitting stuff so yeah it do, is mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that sounds like a, an incredible place to go um maybe someday yeah no we lucked out with a permit because we heard about it it was so bizarre we were hiking with our friends Patrice and Justin out at the Guadalupe uh, Mountains National Park oh back in 2011 
and we happened to see there was this backpacking backpacker magazine uh, gear and go tour or something and they they were traveling the country and this couple was happened to be coming out of McKittrick Canyon there and so we sat and talked to them and they're like oh you guys have to go to the enchantments blah 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 told us all about it and we're like okay well when we get back home we'll look it up and so we looked it up and um we got on uh we got on the list to get on the the the, the, the drawing uh, to get um, passes and um, or for overnight and we ended up getting a couple nights that we were able to spend out there later the next year in 2012 and uh, I mean it's still one of my favorite hikes and I wish we I wish I could have just been like a week just camping and walking and exploring up there and there's just there's just so much to see and but and, and at the same time there were people that were hiking from one end to the other in the day or they were trail runners mostly but um and i'm like it took me forever to get up asgard pass and you guys are just running this in one day i don't know how you're yeah. doing it so i if you ever have the chance to spend you know a couple days or a long weekend there i definitely definitely recommend it okay i will definitely have to ask you some more questions offline about yeah, the whole sure. permit i think i mean i think the timing where you went, it was probably, you pretty much lucked out, you know, because now there's so, there's so many more people who are hiking I know. and there's a lot. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to, to get into some of these places just because, uh, you know, social media has, yeah has given everyone, you know, the, the secret key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, I see the lines at like Zion or arches and mm -hmm. I'm like, mm you know what there's a lot of places in the southeast that nobody goes to I'll, I'll just stay there for now <laughs> and yeah uh, no totally I mean for me uh, and it, I mean yeah we've talked about some of these you know kind of epic hikes and places that yeah I've been on my list but I'm also very happy just hitting up you know some state parks here in yeah. Oregon and camping and you know hiking off of them because I think you can have just as meaningful experience, um, you know, wherever you are, is just making it happen, being in the moment and appreciating, you know, being in the outdoors, especially when you're outdoors, you know, with, with someone you love and, or, you know, your friends and all of that. It's just, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Completely understand and agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but, you know, do you see, where do you see yourself with the podcast in the next couple of years? Are you going to hit pause at any time? Do you think you'll focus maybe on the West Coast a little bit more? Or? I I don't know. I, to be honest, um, I'm excited. I'm at 190 episodes and, you know, I want to get to 200. That's, you know, something I love, you know, kind of working towards something. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, there's definitely lots I could you know, focus on if I wanted to maybe focus a season out West here or, you know, just on Oregon, for example, but I, I'm not quite sure yet. Um, so it's, it's hard to think that far ahead for me. I'm just trying to, you know, get through the next few episodes and edit and, and hopefully share the stories that, you know, as best as I can, um, and finish out this, this season of Appalachia. Yeah. So maybe you want to share where people can find the podcast and, you know, all your social media um, locations online. Yes. So if you search hike on any of the podcast platforms, you should be able to find it. Um, you can find me 
um, at the hike podcast on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Not very active on Twitter these days, um, but you will find me on Instagram and Facebook for sure. And then um, if you just, you know, want to drop me a line um, and find out more about the show, I love hearing from people and, you know, just making new connections. So you can email me hikepodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, I'm sure someone out there who would be interested in sharing their story, whether they've been on my podcast or not, they're just listening, and but they've got an interesting story. I'm sure you're, you would be interested in, in hearing their pitch for sure. Um, Cause you've got yes, so many it. great hikers on, on your podcast and uh, so many great stories are out there left to be told. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're focusing on the Florida trail. Cause again, like it's, it's one of those trails that I think, you know, it's good to have more stories around it. And so it, it's, I think you've done some wonderful things for that, for that trail. So I, I hope you, you know, appreciate you know what you're what you're doing or know that people appreciate it yeah i i i i do and i've i've recently <laughs> been getting a lot of people coming out of the woodwork because uh, i had some new podcast stickers and i'm like all these new people that you know they don't necessarily interact with me on social media but they do listen and it's no it's nice to know that there's other people you know just listening to the podcast because it's it's a platform that um it's hard to know like exactly yeah. who's really listening. <laughs> so it's fun to hear when people send me mail or an email or something. Yes. I love that too. And I love, you know, looking at the stats and just seeing, you know, I've had people from all over the world listen and it's just really cool. It's cool to see all the cities and the States and the countries and just be like, wow, like they listen to an episode and, and hopefully like learned something or found it interesting or connected in some way. Yeah. Well, Lori, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was way overdue, and I'm glad we got to connect again. It's always fun to chat with you, and I think you always have uh, great questions and uh, conversations. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. That's it for my conversation with Lori Prima of The Hike Podcast. I hope you take a moment to tune into some of her episodes, and be sure to follow her Instagram feed, because every now and then she does great book giveaways for some of her guests. I'll put the show notes on the podcast website at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. Also, I still have podcast stickers available if you're interested. Drop me an email at orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com with your address and I'll get them out to you. Thanks so much for listening and happy hiking.